Hello and welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, Washington County Supervisors resume talks about possible secondary road upgrades for 135th Street and 140th Street south of Riverside at a work session last week. By December 6th, the Board of Supervisors plans to have terms in mind for a secondary road assessment agreement. While such an agreement must be presented by local homeowners via petition, County Engineer Jacob Thoria said residents were waiting on the county for direction. The county has signaled willingness to work with secondary road assessment districts, local bodies defined in state code that can propose road improvements via petition as long as they agree to fund at least half of the work and at least half the residents involved sign off. An assessment district is drawn up by the residents who occupy it. It can be gerrymandered to keep houses out of the agreement but ties decision-making power to land ownership of its members. Those ex excluded don't get a, a say in road improvements but don't have to pay for them either. Not all residents in the area are on board with road improvement proposals. Some who attended the meeting said local homeowners associations were inaccurately representing the local level of interests. While the county can telegraph any terms for the agreement, the ultimate proposal comes down to a petition from members of an assessment district, not the HOAs or government officials. Since moving the old, old Oakland Mills K-Line Flags Stop Depot in June, interested community members and project volunteer Lynn Conrad has received numerous inquiries asking where the depot is currently, when will it be ready for viewing, and general interest in updates. Last week, Kenny and Sons got the clay pad ready for where the building is going to sit, Conrad said. The clay pad will settle, settle over the winter and volunteer crews will move the depot in the spring. Conrad explained that the building needs to stay as is to ensure it is able to withstand the move to its final resting place on the south side of the disc golf driveway to Oakland Mills. When the flag stop was first moved, the back foundation began to crumble, and then the team had to work together to keep the building intact. The flag stop needs renovations to the floors, roofs, and siding. Conrad looks forward to seeing the flag stop restored and even potentially placing a donation of K-Line track outside the building thanks to a local family. For now, the flag stop rests for the winter. The building is wrapped in plastic and awaits renovations. Organizers said a free Thanksgiving meal in Brighton went over well, with an influx of volunteers and 142 people served. Organizer Connie Blosser Emery said she was thrilled with the turnout after uh, putting the initial goal at 100 people. It was such a blessing, the mayor came down and thanked us for doing this for the community and was very well received, she said. Blosser Emery said she was especially thankful for the volunteers that helped prepare the food. A report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows a stark drop in poultry-related inventories this year, largely thanks to the summer outbreak of avian influenza. According to the USDA news release on November 21st, Iowa's egg production for October was 1.07 billion eggs, up 5% from September, but down 17% from the same time last year. The average number of all, all layers on hand was 41 million, up 2% from last month, but again down 17% from 2021. Of the 46 states reporting cases of bird flu this year, Iowa was hit the hardest, with Animal and Plant Health Inspector Service data pinning the number at 15,497,000 uh, birds infected in the Hawkeye State, with some cases logged as recently as November 6th in Wright County. We're going to take a brief break and we come back with the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected.
At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather and sports coming up, but first obituaries. Gene Turner of Mount Pleasant passed away on November 26th at the age of 85. Funeral services are pending at the Olson Power Memorial Chapel. Sherry Lynn Reed of Stockport passed away on November 26th at the age of 50. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. James A. Ledick of Lockridge passed away on November 25th at the age of 80. Funeral services will be held at 10.30 a.m. at the Murphy Funeral Home in Mount Pleasant. Marjorie C. Klein of Washington passed away on November 27th at the age of 76. The family will be present to receive friends from 1 to 2 p.m. December 3rd at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Helga E. Palmer of Washington passed away on November 26th at the age of 87. Celebration of Life will be held at 10.30 a.m. November 30th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. William Horning of Washington passed away on November 26th at the age of 89. Celebration of Life will be held at 2 p.m. December 1st at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Those obituaries, it is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. It has been warmer today with a high of 59, and there was a 35% chance of rain this evening. The snow for tomorrow has been taken out of the forecast, but it will be partly cloudy with winds at 21 miles an hour. On Thursday, it will be 39 degrees and mostly sunny. And we'll end our work week with some warmer weather, a high of 54, and there will be partly cloudy skies. On Saturday, temperatures will drop back down to 38, and it will, be, it will remain partly cloudy. We're going to take another brief break, and when we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank.
family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's Back to Newsbreak, I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. Boys basketball season is underway as a few of the area teams tipped off the 2022-23 season on Monday night. Mount Pleasant was the only Union area big school to get underway. Mount Pleasant lost to Cedar Rapids, Washington, 58-33. The Panthers had quite the challenge heading north to play Cedar Rapids, Washington in the first game of the season. Mount Pleasant trailed by just four points at 15-11 after one quarter, but the Warriors turned it on from that point forward, leading 34-16 at halftime and 47-23 after three quarters. Peyton Higgins scored nine points to pace Mount Pleasant. Aiden Ashton and Nate Stroud each scored six. Looking at the girls' team now, there was a lid on the rim for the Mount Pleasant girls' basketball team on Monday night. Panthers came into the home contest against Ottumwa, having beaten the Bulldogs the last three times the two teams played, but the Panthers couldn't get buckets to fall in a 43-34 loss. The Panthers made just 11 of their 62 shot attempts in the defeat. They were 3-for-25 from three-point range. La Prieto scored 12 points and pulled down 11 rebounds to lead Mount Pleasant. Schmelfinig finished with six. Tristan Scholl had five points and four steals in the loss. Andy Scott had five points. Haley Parrott scored four, and Alex Scott finished with two. Mount Pleasant is now 0-2 on the year. They will travel to Fort Madison, who is 2-0 on the year, on Friday night. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I will see you next time.